what's going on, man? It's Jay Good, straight out the den. Um, and we actually moved away from the den. We live at A3C this year. It's about uh, 2.30 in the yeah, a.m. man, it's late. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got everything. There's so much stuff going on, man. We're just trying to move it and, and make it happen when we can. Um, but we, we actually coming right now in the lobby of the Crown Plaza uh, with the homie. Lyrics to lyrics is what's going on, bro. I'm chilling, man. How about you? Man, I'm cooling, man. I appreciate you working around this crazy hectic schedule, man. I know, you know, it's like, like I said, it's 2.30 in the morning, man, but we're still trying to get it done, man. No doubt, no doubt. But, you know, man, so, you know, really want to get into, like, how things going so far. Like, you know, first couple of days of A3C, everything moving with you. Oh, man, uh, so far, A3C has been an experience. This is my second year in a row doing it. Uh, last year we did the Kevin Nyingham stage. This year we opened up for the Locks, which was crazy. Bunch of people in there, great crowd and things. So, um, you know, second year consecutively, hopefully we can do it for a third. And, you know, met a lot of great people, put put some music into a lot of very important people's hands. You know what I'm saying? I met my man Skills again, uh, reintroduced myself to Skills from VA. That was hot. Shaka Zulu, I gave him a record. Um, I'm saying, uh, oh man, there's a bunch of people that I gave the record to. So, you know, we. Um, we're really trying to run around passing out CDs because that was yeah. kind of overkill, but we just handed out, you know what I'm saying, to the people we had conversations with and things like that that we built with. So the networking was crazy, you know what I'm saying, meeting the guys that I met. And, you know, again, the show was crazy. That's why I was here. And uh, look for, I'm so happy to be a part of this process. Man. Dope, man. You know, you said something important right there. It's like, I actually, man, I, I was having this conversation with my homeboy and my wife, actually, just talking about we get so much product in our hands, especially with festivals like this, everybody has a CD, everybody, you know, and, and really, it ends up having just like how this table is full of flyer CDs, and they're just chilling, ain't nobody really, you know, attacking them, so it was like the fact that you were kind of strategic, you know, it was like, look, I'm going to network with somebody, build with them, then like, look, here goes some music, take that with you, you know, just a different approach, man, to try to catch people's attention, a little bit easier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it really does, man, it, um, I don't know, it, it, it's weird, because I, I checked in when I got here the first day, and literally within 30 minutes, I was given 15 flyers. And, yeah. <laughs> and no disrespect to anybody, but, you know, I'm an artist, too, so yeah. I, I want to support, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I can't do it when, you know, it's 100 million guys trying to, you know what I mean? So, you know, but that's just where everybody the hustle is real, the grind is real. Where does my man D-Day, you know what I'm saying, from New Orleans, like, just seeing him and his grind, you know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy. So, so I respect the grind. It's just, it's a little overkill, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, no, I, I, I feel you, man. It, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody trying to connect with people because it's an opportunity, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Of course, so, of course, of course. I get it. I definitely get it. But like you say, it can be some overkill when you get stuff so constantly. You know yeah, what no I mean? doubt, no and, doubt. and so, you know, stuff like you're doing, that really sets you apart. Yeah, Because man. people... People tend to remember that, like, oh man, we had like a 15 minute conversation, and he gave me music. Yeah, no doubt. No As opposed doubt. to, like, yo, check out my music, I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? It's no perfect. Yeah, no. So, you know, what else going on for you uh, during the weekend, man? Like, you know, I, I, well, you know, we can kind of, we'll, we'll get into that, but I want to give people a brief introduction of, I guess, our history. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Exactly. I want to say, was it maybe like 03 or beginning of, I mean, 2014, not 03, but 2013, beginning of 2014, when I heard the music, it was the, um, my brain scrambled, what was that? Dreams of Yeah. Yeah, that project, heard that, did Doug, what you were doing, and it was like, man, just reaching out to you, and you know, we connected. I want to say, did we see each other last year at A3C? I'm pretty, we probably did. Probably, I think it was like, real random. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But, um, that, you know, that's all the history, man. So one thing I say about running a site, it's always great to finally connect with the artists that you've been posting no, their music, no, you know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, and, yeah. You know, just try to put those titles loose ends together. But, you know, I want to get into a little bit of history because I know it's kind of unconventional, man. Like, you know, we usually in the comfort of my crib. We can go through records and stuff like that. We don't have that luxury, but we still want, you know, try to make the best of it. So, you know, just give people a little bit of the history of, like, you know, for you starting off rapping like how did you get into this field well uh june 6 2009 was my first show um shouts out to true universal he had a showcase called grassroots that a lot of new orleans guys that are that are big now got mm -hmm. to start at you know what i'm saying d1 3d not t even spitter uh kind of started getting some some good traction with that show so um shouts out to him but i kind of um 
got my start there. Mm-hmm. Um, 2009, 2010 was literally just building a name to, you know, so people can, you know, uh, that I exist. Mm-hmm. 2011, I was able to link up my man G Easy, you know I'm saying, who's killing the country right now, uh, with the song My Style, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Me and him linked up with that record, and that kind of got me a little exposed. We was like, okay, because at the point, at the time, G Easy was hot, but he wasn't as crazy as he was now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that got me a little exposed. 2012, I started y'all by opening up for the Wu Tang, which was probably like at the time my biggest show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From there, we used that momentum to really start touring. 2012 is when I really started hitting the road heavy, you know what I'm saying? Touring in different cities. It was really regional, you know what I'm saying? Like Texas and Mississippi. Um, 2013, I put out, which is to, to date my, my best album, Dream Is If You Live Forever, hosted by Mickey Fang. And uh, we put that out, and we've been literally touring off that for a year, about to be two years now. So, you know, break down the element of touring, man, because I know it might sound like, I don't know, like a, a mute point or, or even just, you would think it's, it's easy. Right, but yeah. a lot of artists don't understand the importance of putting out quality music and then doing shows off of the quality music. Yeah, no doubt. Like a lot of people forget that show part. They're like, man, they just want to keep making music, keep putting out visuals. That's cool, but it's like if you don't ever get around to your show, that's the whole point. Like that's you want to perform and connect with the people. So for you to have that one project bubbling and, and, and you know it did so well to actually make you get out on the road and perform it. Like what was that? that transitional period for you to just be like alright cool I got a project let's get out here like how did you attack that well uh, again networking mm-hmm. uh, and I'm blessed that I have such a network of guys like Marcel P. Black Slingston Hughes True Universal mm-hmm. Lyric Kill cast that like toy heavy and uh, my man DJ Strategy so um, I linked up with my DJ and he was always about that life you know what I'm saying really hitting the road and, um, and it was funny because the first four and a half years of my career I didn't have management I did everything myself you know what I mean so I booked all my own tours you know what I'm saying did the recording did the, the music stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. then booked the tours then did the promotion for us it was, it was crazy but it taught me a lot you know what I'm saying I have management now but it taught me a lot on you know certain things my management doesn't know so I have to kind of inform them on it so um, you know it that transition was crazy because you know you know, and like with my first album, Nobody's Monologues 2, it was cool because like that was the first time I made a project that I feel very comfortable with going out on the road with. But with Dayliff, you know, it's, the music was next level, so it was like, all right, cool, now I really can get out here. That's why I've been promoting it for two years because yeah. like I really believe in that music. And we're going to put out, you know what I'm saying, a couple more videos for three more videos, but... I really believe in it. I believe in it and believed in it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that transition to touring was crazy. It was it it is it, a grind. You know what I'm saying? You'll go from you might make thirty at a show, thirty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're lucky, you'll make a couple hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? So that's the grind. But you know, I love it. I'm very very happy with the response I've been getting lately. So yeah, that's what it is, man. So you know, break this down for me, man, because a lot of people don't understand that process of how to even start touring. So, like, for you, what, what's those those action steps that people say, like, you got the project, you know, you believe in the music, you want to get out there and reach the people. What was the first thing you did in order to, like, start that with the tour? Well, it just depends. Uh, first of all, you know, you really want to figure out, as, at first it's kind of like, all right, you kind of got to pee in the ocean. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That metaphor where it's like, you just kind of got to do it and see what, happens. see what happens. Yeah. Because in the beginning, you know, you don't really know your fan base. Your first project is just kind of like, okay, I rap guys, you like yeah. it. You're kind of figuring out who, who the hell you are. But for me, again, that network, you know what I'm saying? I saw True Universal that, you know, has opened up for every artist that has ever rapped, you know what I'm saying? And toured the world, literally the world. So it was like, yo, True Whenever you got something, man, like yo, I'll 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 carry your bags. You know what I'm saying yeah. I'll help you set up the the, the, the equipment. I help you set up your merch table. Can I can I get a song on your set? And it was like, yeah, no doubt, you can get a record. And then the, the cool thing is, you know, I felt like I was a fast learner. You know what I'm saying uh, my development kind of happened not overnight, but it kind of happened faster yeah, because I was 17 when I started this. Gotcha. So gotcha. you know what I'm saying I'm 23 now. So. You know, being able to, uh, you know, really show that hard work and show that I really wanted this stuff mm-hmm. is what helped, what made guys like my mentor, you know what I'm saying? Those guys be like, okay, let's work with this kid. Yeah, yeah. From there, you know, you rock that one good song, you get wherever you go, and then you network with the guy who put that show on. You keep that connection, you hit them up on social networks, you know what I'm saying? This is right when, like, Twitter was, like, popping, so mm-hmm. get them on Twitter, you hit them up, yo, this is what I do, don't spam anybody, that's whack. Yeah. Just hit them up, yo, this is what I do, you build with them, they'll bring you back out. 
You know what I'm saying? You might go out there for free, but just to rock the show. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you do well enough, sell a couple CDs, you actually get some fans. And then you go back out the next time, and they got five people that want to come see you. You know what I mean? So, and this is pretty much how you do it. And, yeah. you know, um, I've always been a fan of networking. If you're at a show and you see somebody from Seattle in the crowd randomly, Holler at them, you know what I'm saying? Be like, yo, you know anybody in your city that be throwing shows or any rappers in your city, you know what I mean? Um, and you connect with those folks, man. That's how you really, you're able to do it. It's all, it's all work. Yeah. It don't happen overnight, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Being able, now I'm doing 14 city tours, but it started off doing one, one-offs, two-offs, three-offs, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how you do it. Man, you, man, you, said, you said a couple of things in there, man, that I definitely want to pull out. You First off, you, you say you started when you was like 17, and you're 23 now, you know, that grind of six years of, of like, man, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it work. I'm not gonna stop. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just showing that perseverance of like you believing in yourself and believing in what you're doing. The other thing, man, was just you know that that network. I, that's a word that that I'm taking away that you really you know you stand on. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, so like you go in there, and you do that first show, and, and and you were saying like, man, you was willing to do anything. Like, dude, let me carry your bags. Let me clean up. Let me you know whatever. I just want one record. And, you know, a lot of people go in there with those expectations of, like, man, I need a full set. And it's like, nah. Hey, now, what's cool, what's cool, I'm working with an artist right now named K the Beast. You know what I'm okay. saying? He's from New Orleans, and he has, like, Tulane on lock. I'm spoiling him because, like, and, you know, he's getting opportunities that I didn't get. When I came out the gate, I was doing one song, open mics. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I did a million of those. You yeah. know what I mean? A million. And he's coming out the gate getting 15, 20 minute sets, and he's actually spoiled. Because now, when I'm like, yo, you gotta go hit these open mics, he's like, I'm not doing that. I'm doing 20 minute sets. Mm -hmm. And he could draw, he has a nice draw, but it's like, yo, you gotta hit that pavement. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I did, that, I did that joint for two years. Two, you can ask my man L. Williams, who throws the Sound Clash in New Orleans. I did the Sound Clash. When I heard about it, I did, it was a monthly. I did it seven months in a row doing the open mic, one record, and he was like, yo, you can't do the open mic anymore. You've done it too much. I'll give you a feature slot. And that's kind of how I got my first, like, full set. But I had to do that shit for a year, you know what I'm saying, before yeah. we got that popping. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? That, and that's the grind you got to go through. Yeah. That don't happen overnight at all. Man, you, I, I'm glad that I'm able to sit down with you and, and really, you know, look at you and, and, and talk and, and figure out those things like the grind, man, because a lot of times you, you don't hear that. You just you just hear the music, yeah, and you don't done. know what's happening behind the scenes. And just to hear like your, your grind, man, it, it's, it, it's inspiring, to be honest with you, man, just Appreciate the stuff that you're doing, no, no doubt, man. Like, So just going from that, that, uh, that whole process of doing the open mic, and it's like, all right, I got one record. But you're drilling that one record into everybody's head. Yeah, no so it's doubt, like no. when you come back, a couple more people know the record. Next thing you know, four months go by. You got like people that's genuinely like singing along with the record and don't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? Like they figure out music. So for you, like when you when you connect with a fan and, and you got that fan, do you are those other things that you do to reach out? Like I I've been really on this. I don't know if you've seen like man Ryan Leslie had this. Um, he had an interview with Hot 97 we just breaking down like how to make money independently in this game. He was like, like a lot of artists try to put stuff on iTunes, now iTunes take a big cut. He was just talking about how he built his own site and you know basically it's artist direct. So it's like if you want something, I, it was like when somebody orders something from me, I got the email address, I got all of their personal information, so I know exactly who bought something from me type situation. So it was like. He made it like that. He, you know, he really was breaking down numbers, and he was just showing, like, man, you know, I got 23,000 people that invested in and just sending a text message to, and out of them, 50% of them actually bought it out. He was just doing, like, you know, if you break down that $10, $10 a person that bought an album, it was like, you know. Sitting on a nice chunk of change. It was a nice chunk of change, and it's like a lot of times people don't see that because they everybody chases these flashing lights of, yeah. you know, what they think it really is, and you find out, like, once you rub elbows with those same artists that you look up to, you find out that a lot of them are in bad position. What's yeah. weird is uh, um, I was watching, a, listening to a panel earlier with Night Wonder, and um, he said something that was cool. He was like, you know, we only really have three mediums that we get media. You know what I'm saying? Television, radio, and I guess social media. Mm -hmm. Like your, your, your bossups and your world yeah. stars and stuff like that. So, like, uh, not social, but meet, uh, internet. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, if you're not popping on those websites, apparently you're not popping. And that's what they feed us, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They feed us your 2 chains, they feed us your, your Rihanna's, they feed us your Beyonce's, and if you're not at that level, you're not winning. Yeah. But there are independent artists like my man Mega Ran, 
who tours the world mm -hmm. and makes a great living off of what he does. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's don't... sponsored by Capcom. At any, like he uh, there was a, a Xbox One release in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. the only performer he performed full set. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things like that. But being that that's not, you know, you're not on BT. It's, not it's yeah. like you're not. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, uh, whenever I'm engaging with a new fan, like I'm about to go on this tour, mm -hmm. it was that plans like, you know, so the the merch, merchandise is very important. Um, you know, and you want to just seem as I mean, and I am genuinely, I want to gain fans. I want to yeah. know new people. But you genuinely have to want to know these people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to give them, give them a couple minutes, really chop it up with them, and let them know that them even following you on Instagram, that shit means a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That means a lot to you, um, connecting with you, because at the end of the day, those are going to those, those be the people that take their hard-earned money and invest into what you're doing. So, you know, you want to you wanna let them know that when they spend 50 cents with you, that means the world. You know what yeah. I mean? Without looking like you're, you're panhandling or you're begging. But you want them to know that, you know, we can't do it without you. And they don't, and the, 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 the one thing I know is when you go to a hip hop show and mm -hmm. no one in the crowd knows you, they don't want to like you from Jump Street. Yeah. They <laughs> no, don't want to so like real, your music. No, so they real. don't know you. They don't like you. Yeah. They don't want to like you. They really don't want to hear it, but yeah, they'll I'm give you the chance. You. you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. here for my cousin who came through. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, first of all, you have to be good. You know what I'm saying? You just, you know, uh, another thing I kept hearing in the 911 panel was the cream rises to the top. Mm -hmm. Gotta be good. Once you're good, you at least got that down. They still don't want to buy your stuff, mm -hmm. so you have to engage with them. Yo, did you like my did you like my performance? Yeah, no doubt. But look, man, you know I got the album for sale X Y Z. Yo, I can't buy it. I just bought my girl twenty drinks. Oh, it's all good. But look, here's my flyer. Hit me on the social network. When you got, I'll shoot you a link. Scoop that out, no doubt. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, most people that say they're lying, they just don't want to buy your record. Yeah, they just don't but want at the same time, you that shouldn't deter you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you got, you got to just really engage. You know what I'm like saying? Like you're not being pushy. It's just like I mean, you, you believe in your music. Number no one, doubt. it's yeah. like so. If you believe in your product. You just gotta be patient and then let them come back to your product. You no doubt, no doubt. So, doubt. Yeah, that's why I've been pushing this album for two years because I really believe it didn't really get the uh, the, the initial push that it should have. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like um, you know it, it it's making its rounds. It's it's being put in the hands of people that matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, I just got word that uh, like Lupe heard a couple records. It's like nigga, what? And maybe not the yeah. shakes of it, but like it's still though. It's, that's my it's, man. Yeah, you know man. It's, it's like. The important thing, dude, is like you believe in the product and you move in the product. And it's, I don't know, we're just in a society now, man, where everybody believes like we're so caught up on initial sales. Yeah, the doubt. So it's like first week. If it, if it don't pop first and second week, then we over it. Exactly. It's like the, the attention span of people, like, we, I learned something a long time ago, man. It's like no matter when you do a record, it's, it's no matter how old it is to you. It's still new to somebody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you got records two or three years old, you give them to somebody and they heard it for the first time, they fall in love with it. But it comes to making time with music, number one. Yeah, like my re like my record with G-Eazy. Mm -hmm. He put that out initially in 2011. Wow. His buzz is ridiculous right now. Yeah. We re-put that record out, you know what I'm saying? And if you check out my fly, I've been promoting here at A3C. Mm -hmm. You see on the back, I'm promoting my Spotify because the song has like 2,700 plays on Spotify. We try and get that to 10,000. That'd be great. That's money, but also it'd just be good for, for an aesthetic. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? But G-Eazy is crazy right now. And that, that song actually got me on Pandora Station, got me, you know what I'm saying, a couple different opportunities. So, yeah, when you got a record that comes out, because you never know who's going to do what, where in their career. You know what I'm saying? Like, my next album, I got my man Pell on it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you know Pell, but Pell is, like, crazy right now. He's all over the blogs, heavy. He's from New Orleans originally. Um, they compared him to Chance the Rapper a little okay. bit. Pell, how, you, how is it? P-E-L-L. P-E-L-L. The dude is crazy. I, I, give, I give him two years. Yeah. I give him two years where he's, like, one of the guys. He'll, he'll probably be, like, the next, uh, like, Jaron Benton or something. You know what I mean? So he's a good guy. I got him on the record. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? When that album finally comes out, he might be one of them cats out you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a thing like that. Nah, man. Just because it's old to you don't mean it's old to somebody else. You that, know what I mean? That's so true, man. You just got to believe me. I mean, really, it comes back to, like we say, you got to make timeless music. Because if you, make, if you make music for, like, now, it's cool. It's going to, you know, people vibe to it. But, like, five years from now, it don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to be listening to Cash Out five years from now. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of artists that ain't gonna be listening to. Yeah, not even just him, cause word the homie, the grind. You know what I'm saying? No, bro? no, I mean, there's a it's lot just, of people that's. Dude, it's yeah. an honest statement. And then the thing is, bro, like I'm here in the city, so there's so many artists that come through the funnel. Like they come through Atlanta, like it's so quick to where it's a catchy song. It make people want to dance. It comes out, boom, it hits. 
six months, you forget about it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And if it's if they lucky, it starts moving outside the city. Then everybody else pick it up, other regions, and then 12 months go by. And it's a brick. You don't care about it no more. You know, and it's like... I had to learn that it's not for me. Because I still respect it. Like, to me, you you grinding, you making your music... That's cool because you could be doing other things. That's but the fact that you out here doing that and being positive, I can't knock that. You know, but a lot of stuff don't have lasting power, man. You know, I, I was I was talking to uh, somebody on Twitter and I, some of the music that I hear, these cats don't want to win Grammys. You know what I'm saying? No, they, they I want to I want to win a Grammy yeah. one day. You know, and um, you know I want my music to progress. I want to make better music. I want. I just want it to be next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to win a Grammy, man. I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to make the stuff that's poppy. Because even though Drake is poppy, you know what I'm saying, and I'm not a Drake fan, but I think his music can last. Like he has, the, he's one of the few guys that can make a pop record, like a, like a real popular record, but that joint lasts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it may, it may lose its buzz, but it don't sound like it came out in 2014. Exactly. I mean, he, he's it's, making, he's you know making timeless music, and honestly, man, he, he's making music true to him. That's the difference. When you make music that's you. Oh, yeah. That's very important, man. It comes out. When you yeah, make music that's somebody else, God forbid that that record, like, pop off. Because if it pop off, you, you popped off on a record that's not really you. Yeah. And now you're living up to that character for the rest of your yeah, career. Man, I'm good off you know? that. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I'm good you know, off that. It's so, it's so weird, bro, because, like, you know, I run into so many different artists. And a lot of artists are not their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, and I won't even call any names or call anybody out, but I ran into, like, three different artists yesterday, like, on the Humble, like, just chilling. And I'm like, you know, I spoke with them, and I'm like, bro, this ain't you? You know it's what I'm saying? It's selling a dream. It's like, your music is something else. And then when I talk to you, I feel like you're not even you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so nah, it's like, nah, it's, this cat's be selling a dream. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But now over here with lyrics, man, I try my best to just make... What feels good coming out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, out of the heart. I really don't really care about like what's popping. Like I'm my pop culture knowledge is ridiculously bad. Like yeah. I don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I just heard about the, the the not just heard, but like my girl not made me, but like I walked in and she was watching like the hip hop housewives of LA or whatever, the Atlanta joint. Yeah, I, I walked in, watching. I was like, Babe, what, what are you doing? Yeah. She was like, Yeah, I'm sorry, I was doing I wasn't even paying attention. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I don't pay attention to none of this stuff, man. So I just make really what was good to me and what what my fans like, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? How do you figure out what your fans like? Because I know we kinda talked about that earlier, like, you know, Getting an uh, understanding of your fan base, but how do you figure that out? Well, for me, uh, you know, hmm, what I've always been told is, you know, you first of all, you put out what you feel comfortable making. Find people that are like-minded, life will be easy. There is no, I, I really hate when guys say, yo, I'm going to make this record to catch your ear but then the rest of my album be what I want to make. It's like, that's the, because it's backwards, because when you do that, they're going to hear that and be like, oh, that's what it's about. Maybe they stop there, or they get your project and be like, wait, the rest of this album sound like Kwali, but the single sound like 2 Chainz. What's this? You know what I mean? That just confuses people. So put your single out that sounds like what your project is, and then push the project. You know what I'm saying? I'm a lyrical, fly-shoe-wearing MC from New Orleans. And if you like any of those things, you're gonna like my music. And I'm a little emo too, so I had like great emotion, real personal stories in my music. So if you like any of that, you're gonna like my stuff. I promote the people that like shoes. You know what I'm saying I like promote the people that you know what I'm saying maybe goth sometimes, like wear the black figure. You know what I'm saying shit like that. Or I promote the people that you know might be fly, like the dress. You know what I'm saying swagged out a little bit. Those are the guys I promote to. You know what I'm saying. You do that, life will be easy. There's no reason. This is a metaphor I was told. Uh, by somebody I forgot why piss in the ocean when you could pee in the pond you know what I'm saying you piss in the ocean you try to cover all this bait and it's like what the fuck you doing but you yeah. control the pond as your people yeah. currency perfect he's exactly. never gonna step out of his lane why cause he's making Brazilians of dollars yeah. why step out of your lane you know what I'm saying you ain't gonna hear him make no, no 2 chains record he made one with 2 chains and sounded like currency doing it 
So that's you, know, the thing. you can bring outside people in, but when they, when you bring them in, bring them in to do what you, you do. Because yeah, you you build your buzz on who you are. Don't switch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like why switch? That's what people fell in love with you for in the first place. You know yeah, what I mean? no, no, that's real, man. And that's kind of what got me. You know what I'm saying in the position that I am, like with this tour with Mickey Fax and things like that. Like you know what I'm saying, just, How did, I think we we because uh, we did the phone interview, right? Like the first time, I think that was the first thing we did. And I'm, I'm sure you told me that, but really, I, I, it's leaving me now. Like, how did you and, and, and Mickey? Uh, like where did that come from? It was really, uh, you know, I brought him down to New Orleans a couple times, like twice, and uh, from there we just kept in contact. And uh, I went through a moment where I was like, "Oh, was that crack ball?" Um, went through, the, yeah. I'm uh, chopping up my man Crack Tracks, uh, Traffic Boutique. I'm saying he rocks with my man Jay Electronica. What's going on, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? Good. We on the podcast, dude. What? Say hey to the people. What's up, man? You know, it's good. Lyricist to Lyricist N.O. on that tour right now. Make sure you fuck with him. Make sure you support him. It's your oh, boy yeah. Crack, man. New Orleans, nigga. Holla at me. That'll be out rock with the locks early. Yeah. It was crazy. I ain't getting a chance. I was running, but this shit was crazy. Try to tell me about it. All right, I'm going to holler at you, though, man. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. All right, bro. Um, but nah, man, uh, Lincoln over me, that's the, uh, that's the homie. He put on a lot of great shows in New yeah. Orleans. Um, but nah, man, um, uh, Lincoln over Mickey. Yo, we brought him down, and we connected, and um. And then we just kept in contact, and to be real, it's just like, all right, Mick, um, I brought you down. I want to go on tour with you, and we we, we kind of did it. Well, we did New Orleans and Baton Rouge back to back. Okay. But I funded that entire thing, so it was kind of like that hurt uh, monetarily. Uh, so I was like, you know what? What's another way to do this? You know, sat back with my team, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? We made a couple things happen, and we booked this tour. You know what I'm saying? So it was just. Pretty much being in his ear, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Don't forget about us, man. We're making some shit happen. And he uh, he was down. He, he supports the movement. He supports what, what, what I do, and he believes in what I do enough that now we're going on tour with each other, so it should be dope. You know, I want to I wanna ask you about what you were saying with, you know, the setting up the tour and, and putting the money into it, right? Yeah. So it's, when it comes to dollars and, and, and monetizing things, a lot of times people don't know how to truly allocate, you know, those funds the right way to put on the tour. So, like, what type of advice would you give somebody, like, if you got, you know, maybe two or three grand, you know what I'm saying? Like, what direction should you take with that amount of money to put on your own tour? Um, well, I think, uh, okay, you got three grand, right? Um, first of all, if you're lucky, you got, like, a vehicle that you can tour in. Like, who wants to tour in a Kia? But if it saves money, you know what I'm saying, you might yeah, want to do that. You make, you make it work. Get you a nice van, you know. Um, well, for, I should say first you want to book the tour. Have the date so you know, mm-hmm. you know, the mileage, gas, you know, you know, uh, if you're able to get guarantees for gigs, you know, take that money to invest into uh, hotels and stuff like that. If that wasn't a part of the agreement already, um, you know, uh, gas. Gas is working. Yeah, yeah. Gas in food. Food ain't as important as gas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Food, you, can, you can live off McDonald's dollar money. If, if, you know what I'm saying? If need be. I mean, you're going to have mad cholesterol, but yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. But like, yeah, gas. Gas is what's going it, to, it'll make or break a tour because like, you know, I'm looking at the numbers that I'm projected to make and I'm like, okay, this is going to be hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap, gas. You see, you're going to spend more in gas. It, it depends on the situation. Yeah. But you're going to spend more in gas and you're, you know, you're gonna if you make say three thousand dollars on the tour, you're gonna spend at least two thousand on t- on gas. You know what I'm saying to get there. So you want to make sure your gas situation is taken care of. You know what I'm saying in the vehicle, you want to look at like gas mileage and things like that. Like you get this big dumb comfortable ass tour bus, but it's three miles to a gallon. So yeah. it's like you know what I'm saying whatever. So that sucks. You know what I'm saying. Um, then you want to look at the people that's around you. You know what I'm saying like okay, who's gonna headline this tour? Do we have a headliner? If not, if we're trying to just promote our stuff, you know what I'm saying, you might have to invest into paying guys to perform, you know what I'm saying, in those cities that you're trying to perform in. Or paying the op- the paying the headliner, things like that. So, you know, it ain't really like a you do shows, you get paid, you come home, you're rich. That yeah. shit, that, that don't happen the first go around. You know what I'm saying? I'm prepared. I know with this first tour, we're gonna make some some good fans. Mm-hmm. I'm I have a cheat sheet because I'm touring this is my first national tour and it's with a guy who has a name. Like I'm cheating with that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of cats don't get that opportunity. So I understand how important it is, we're gonna make it happen. But you know, you wanna take the money, you wanna figure out if you just going to 
A3C, for example. Yeah. You, know, you may not have a show. Figure out all those expenses you usually have to pay for, like hotels, mm-hmm. gas money, you know what I'm saying? Get, you know what I'm saying? Cleaning the car, whatever the deal. Just imagine that for more than once, more though. Than once. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much what, that's what, my God, that's been my life for like three weeks now, man. It's yeah, I mean, man, that's, that, that's some good knowledge, dude, because like, even me, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, I definitely have plans to, to put together a tour for all these. Like, I mean, I have, we do a show over at Pag Lounge. After, after yeah, we're talking about that. And, you know, every other week we there, and, and, and it's some dope talent that come through there. And I'm thinking, like, man, I really want to take this show on the road and go to different places. But just trying to figure out how to do that and manage all of those people at the same time. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, so you really brought some gems on me right now, just how to there's a website called indieonthemove.com that really helped me out because you know what I'm saying there's a, there's a database of every single music venue in the country on that one website every promoter you have to pay for it or is it just nah, you, you log on and you, and you search oh, it's right there you know what I'm saying every music venue in this country every promoter in this country all their social networking all their website emails mm-hmm. so forth and so on so that's kind of how we booked this tour we used them as a tool to get to these venues and like, yo, we got Mickey Fax, he's XYZ, he could draw XYZ. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're asking. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is what we could do. I right, well, let's, you know what I'm saying? Buy let's get it pop. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that, it ain't easy, but it ain't the hardest stuff in the world. Yeah. It can be done in a month. You can book uh, between, because when we first started, we were aiming for 20 cities. First week, it was like, dog, we had like three books. It was like, oh my God, this is going to be a failure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We put so much energy to it. Start coming in, coming in, coming so in. You hit these venues up and you tell them, like, you know, I don't want to talk about money because I don't yeah, know no what you're Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But so, hypothetically, you hit up a venue and be like, look, me and such and such come in, we want 500. Yeah, just throwing number out there. Number. We want 500 for the show. They come back and be like, uh, our budget is 200. How do you, what's your, what's your step? From that, you know? Well, one thing my man DJ Strategy always says is if they can't give us my what was it what he said? Uh uh if they can't give us the money we're asking for, they have to give us some symbolic compensation. Whether break, break you know what I'm saying? Like so symbolic compensation is green room gotta be crazy, you know what I'm saying? The writers has to be met. Um, you know what I'm saying, uh the set sets have to be longer, like they have to like take care of us. If they can't pay extra bread, you know what I'm saying? Make sure our hotel is nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't give us the upfront bread, like, just make sure the things on the back end look good. If you can't give us the upfront bread, the door deal has to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, things like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And with this tour, it was a little, again, it was a little easy because I'm with Mickey Fax. Like, yeah. cats know who he is. So, some of the prices we were looking at, we were given. You know what I'm saying? A couple of negotiation situations, but for the most part, you know, again, I had that cheat sheet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have yet to. We're gonna probably do it next year where I grind. I do a tour by myself mm-hmm. and just kind of do what we did without any facts though. But um, yeah, man, that's 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 what that is. That's dope, man. You really give us information, man. Cause it's like, I mean, as soon as the artists can get in their head the importance of touring, I think the better their career will be projected. You know, it's like when you when you on the road, man. You doing what we doing? You get a chance to actually talk with people and build relationships. And you know, I'm lately I've been on this thing like make memorable moments. No That's why I'm, I'm all about moments. Because if you if you connect with people and you build a moment and make a moment with that person, they'll never forget you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just do the show with the locks. You do that show and you jump out in the crowd and bring somebody on stage. That person will never forget that moment that they came out of and got on stage with lyrics. At a lock show, I never forget that. You know what I'm saying? And so no. you connected with them for life. As long as you keep putting out dope and product, stay relevant in some way, stay relevant. More than likely, they're gonna follow just to see, like, oh man, you gonna be in Atlanta? I definitely gotta come back. Oh, no. you know, he pulled me on stage. What he might do? He might, you know, go back, you know, flip off that motherfucker. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's like no. you gotta, you gotta connect with people and, and build those moments because when somebody have a moment and, and attach people in their heart, I told this story like. Might have been a couple of podcasts ago, but about like um, Outcast is my favorite group, and um, my dad, my dad had been in music, you know, at, um, when he always really been in music, doing engineering and production and stuff like that. And I was like eleven or twelve, and he took me on a show with a group that he was um, producing for, and they opened up for Outcast. And so me as a twelve year old, I'm backstage with Outcast. I'm in the green room with Outcast. Then after that show, I'm like 
stage right looking at Outkast perform as a 12 year old, you know what I'm saying? And we leave the show and they go to an after party and it's, the after party is like a like a juke joint, you know, like hole in the wall spot, like a house turned to a, you know, like a little club. I'm 12 in there with like watching Outkast perform again as I just saw him on stage and it's like, I never forgot that. I'm and done, it's like, I'm, I'm 30 done. now and I'm telling you a story about 18 years ago. And that moment I was like, I'm an Outkast fan forever. Like they can't do no wrong to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's, it's moments like that, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I try my best to, uh, um, I try my best to, to have those kind of moments mm-hmm. because, again, I understand being an indie touring artist, every fan counts. Yeah, you know, it was every fan. Like, for example, a quick story: I, uh, I recently hosted a show in New Orleans at a venue called the Always Lounge, and there's this group named Sess Crew that signed to Strange Music, okay. Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. I opened for those guys, right? So. This show that I'm hosting, I just hosting job, nothing crazy. It was a light crowd, but there was two guys, this couple that came in, an older couple, um, this white couple. Um, I won't say their names, but they're like my biggest fans yeah. now. But came to the venue, my man had red contact lenses in, and his girl was like mad. And I was like, and she had like a strange music tattoo on her. I was like, damn. So I was like, y'all, strange music. He was like, yeah. Says crew. Oh my God, we love them so much. I was like, oh, well, I just opened for them a couple of <gasps> Really? Mm. Oh man, we're gonna check you out. So even as a host, they were just hanging on every word yeah. I said. So I said, "Yo, if you like, you know, if you're interested, I have a show in Mobile. They were from Mobile. Mm-hmm. I said, Yo, I have a show in Mobile, Alabama. My man got a hospital gown on. That's crazy. Um, we have a yeah, <laughs> out, yeah, right. that's crazy. It's, it's random. Like we we actually we record this podcast in uh, in the lobby." No, I know this dude here. I saw him. He got on like a long. It's, it's some new fashion thing. That's man. crazy. It's like, it's like a long tee. Yeah, I rock the 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 the, the, uh, the not not to get off topic, but the uh, the joints, the jogger pants. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. rocking with those because they're very comfy, man. Yeah, they come in a lot of different cool colors. But we we not rocking the hospital guy. Yeah, that's yeah, totally different. Yeah. But, anyway, but not nah, but back, <laughs> back to the point. Um, the things you see at three o'clock. Yeah, is it right? But nah, man, real talk. So um. They came out to the Mobile show, but yeah. before they came out, they were like, yo, man, do you have any merchandise that we could purchase? Sent them the link. They bought one of everything on my website. That was 75 bucks, right? So, boom. Not only did they buy that merch, when I got to the show in Mobile, they were wearing that merch. And from that moment, I was like, okay. they were, okay. First of all, they heard I was performing. They bought tickets the day they went on sale. Mm-hmm. And when the doors opened, they were the first in line. You can't beat that. And can't then, you know that. what I'm saying, when they got in the venue, I took they were backstage with me, like, yo, we, we going to hang out. Like, yeah. you, you're, you know Definitely. what I'm saying? You support. And so I got up there. I was like, all right, well, I'm about to go out. You guys go in the front, check me out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Support. And they were in the front row. They bought my album, what, that was maybe three weeks before I went to Mobile. Damn, they knew every word, every song. It was like, yo, that's crazy. So I showed them mad love. Mm-hmm. Next album I get, they're going to get that early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get music videos early and things like that. I add them to the email list. So I love type, things like that. So that's the type of moments they that, that they're yeah. going to remember that shit forever. And I hit them up recently on Facebook just saying, yo, thank you for the support because everybody counts and you count. They're like, man, just keep doing what you're doing. We have no problem with, to, we have no problem with supporting. Yeah. And you just can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? So man, that's, Those are real fans. And 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 having 150,000 Twitter followers is cool, but if you got 150 people like that, that matters more than anything. And, and that kind of go back to that Ryan Leslie conversation was like, that's the thing. It's trying to figure out how to monetize those because people are so used to talking about big numbers, they never want to break down a small. Like you yeah. said, you got 200 followers, and you had them, they spent $75 a piece on it, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you get... A hundred people to spend seventy five dollars on you. You got you. That's got real bread. That ain't like bread. no play money. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's dumb, bread. Right? So if it, you can make ten, uh, um, you know, uh, not to get too into it, but every year once I finish doing my show numbers, I always go, okay, how much did I make this year? Mm-hmm. How much did I put out? And how much did I make? If I'm in the red this year, 2011, I was in the red. 2012, I was in the red. 2013, start getting closer to the to the even number. Yeah. And last year we broke even. I was like, okay, cool. So, so far this year, it looks like we're going to be in the green. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you, you, again, you can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? It, there's nothing wrong with making $11,000 from rap when you're an indie artist starting. You know what I'm saying? Coming out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you're making money. money. Exactly. 
You know what I'm saying? You may still have a day job, but you're making money from what you're doing. And that is very important. A lot of niggas don't understand. It's like, dog, you can't make 25 racks coming out the gate unless your dad was somebody famous and he yeah. just gives you that cosign or what family member. It, it, you know, it's not going to happen all the time, man. It, it, it's like, man, you're making that, that, that small amount of money makes a huge difference, dude. It's like you can take that little bit amount of bread. And, and really, I just, some of you said, man, like I had a conversation earlier with my homeboy. He was talking about a lot of times people get confused, like having a day job, right? And he was like, man, my day. Actually, no, it was Nice Wonder said this. He was talking about uh, Fontaine. He was like, my nine to five is my hustle. My job is a rapper. So it was like, I'm a hustle and do whatever I got to do to get whatever I need to fund rap. You know oh, what man. I'm saying? It was like, and you got that mindset. You know, because I, man, I remember dude, it was a time where I didn't want to tell people I had a job. I was like, you know, I had came, I, I remember I was doing musical, I, my background was in production, so I was doing production. I quit my job, I actually got fired from my job in 2007, and I was just grinding. And I remember like in mid, mid-2009, I was like, man, I got to got to pay these bills, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a grown man. I got real-life bills to pay. So I went and got, like, a little data entry job. So they're doing that. But I was like, hey, at the time, I didn't want to tell people I had a job. You get so caught up in that facade of, like, oh, I'm in the music industry. And it's like, man, honestly, it ain't, it's not what it's all cracked up to be. What's weird is, uh, what is it, almost eight to 900 rappers at this festival? I bet you 700 of them have a job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. time off to come down here. Right? Yeah. I did. I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The thing about my day job is I'm pretty much on my way out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This music thing is really starting to kind of pick up a little bit. So it's like, I, I could do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I have the blessing of my. If you have a girlfriend, do not make any decisions or a wife. You better, you better clear that shit with them ASAP because they will kick your ass. Dude, that's that's real though. Like I, I, I have a wife. I've been married for two years, and she. When we started dating, she knew what just music was my passion. Oh, and the down, the you down. know, at yeah. the time I was just doing production, and so she didn't. It was actually part of her idea for me to even start a website and no doubt. do it. You know what I'm saying? That's so it's like, you know, it it, it it started from her. You know, um, she sparked that idea, and it's like she knows this is me. Oh, there yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. like, oh, this brings him joy. This is what he loves to do. This is his passion. I gotta support that. And it's like, he saw that, it's like, if I don't support that, then we really... Ain't gonna work? It ain't gonna work, you know what I'm saying? Because this is... she. I, I never forget the day, like, I had, um, I went down to her, uh, and it really clicked for her, like, probably a couple of months ago, maybe like last, early, earlier this year, I went down to my mother-in-law's house, and my mother-in-law had, like, some records, like vinyl, I could play vinyl, and... You know, my mother-in-law was like, man, they just sitting here. You can have them. I ended up paying for it because I looked through the collection. There's really some good stuff. That's and I was crazy. like, I got to pay for this. I can't just let that ride. But I got all, I got like probably like two crates full of records. Brought them back, you know, to, to Atlanta with me. Put them in an apartment. And next week I was at the record store. And my wife was like, you just got all these records. She was like, oh, you really, you, About this is, you love music. This is I'm your down, thing. I'm because down. it's like. The average person get that much music, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I'm done." Yeah. I was like, I was right back in the record store, like I ain't have an album. Like, yeah, right, exactly. Like, yeah, like no, man, this is this is me. Like that just that's, that's kind of the I way that kind of the way it was with me for shoes. My girl, yeah. like, okay, I'm a big shoe head, so like, you know, whether from my day job or from music, you know, when when I didn't have anything to invest in, it was just kind of like quote unquote free money. Yeah, I'm sitting on a couple hundred. I'm like. I'm gonna go buy some kicks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go to whatever store I go to, come, you know what I'm saying, two, three pair. Mm-hmm. Next week, do it. Same thing over. And she's like, yo, you spent. I'm like, I'm not, not I'm never gonna go broke on shoes. That's just yeah. stupid. Yeah. But like, you know, I am that guy. I have about 70, 80 pair right now. And she's like, yo, you really just buy. I'm like, yep, that's what yep. you're getting into, babe. You know what I'm saying? This is who I am. <laughs> and with this music, you know what I'm saying? She, she hit me up now. Like, I miss you, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But she knows what it is. I'm out here doing this thing. and I'm out here grinding. I'm doing it not just for me. I'm doing it, you know what I'm saying, for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, a, you know, and when she understands, she understands that. So it makes it a little bit easier. But now, nah, yeah. man, like that day job thing, we, you know what I'm saying? Like you got you it. it. It's life. You know what I'm saying? It happens. If you work hard enough, you won't need one. But there ain't nothing wrong with having a day job because bills have to be paid. Bills got to be paid. But the thing you, of, you're a grown man, you know, or, or a woman for that for that matter. But 
it's like you still gotta handle your responsibility. You know, and, what I'm and rap ain't gonna pay you out the gate. Dog, I ain't started getting paid for rap till like three years into my career, dog. Mm-hmm. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? I've just been lucky enough that, you know, I went to college for about two years, so I learned a couple things. Yeah, and yeah. I've been hanging around guys that do this. Like, True Universal, if I'm not mistaken, is a professional musician for them. So, like, he has to know everything yeah. to monetize everything. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and learning those kind of ideas, I'm able to put forth those into my career. And then from there, I'm able to really monetize because I can say music pays all of my bills but my rent, you know what I'm yeah. saying? My phone bills, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? Light, internet, all that, that's rap money, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The rent is where my job comes in. But it's getting to a point where my my music is starting to pay in my rent. And once it does that more consistently and we get, like, with this tour, I know when I come back I'll be able to hit bigger blogs and, and be exposed to bigger things. Invest some of that money I'm going to make on this tour into the promotion, the new videos and things like that. So it's going to open those doors for, oh, that's lyrics. Okay, word. And I don't know if I told you, but I'm switching my name, going to my real name, Alfred Banks. So okay. for the 2015, you're going to be seeing a lot of Lyrics and Lyricists, a.k.a. Alfred Banks. Gotcha. Then it's going to be Alfred Banks, a.k.a. Lyrics and Lyricists. This is going to be Alfred Banks, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so you just switching it. Yeah, kind of switching it over, but... You know what I'm saying? That consistency, man, that's really what will help. So let me ask you, since, since you brought it up, what, what's bringing the name change? It is a thing where, like, you know, um, I'm making music. Okay, so first of all, nobody likes my name. Mm-hmm. No, like, I mean, maybe you, whatever. I mean, you know, it's, it is what it's, it is. It's long. I'll, I'll that's one alone. thing. Yeah, Second of all, people be like, oh, you're lyricist. You're lyricist? Well, I'm a photographer, the cameraman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm poet, the, the word sayer, or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. People not make fun of it, but I have, <clears throat> I've had blogs and I post my music because of my name. Because your name. They're like, we like your music, but your name's whack, so we can't post it. That's real for them to give you You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I like my name, and I'm going to run yeah. with it. And I've been able to accomplish a lot with my name. I always like my name, Lyrics and Lyrics. But the music that I make, if I make it, people are going to be like, well, that's not lyrical. Why are you making it? You know what I'm saying? And there are music, there's songs where I'm not rapping my ass off. There's yeah. songs where I'm more worried about the song. And the flow of it and the hook and things like that. It and puts you in the box. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lyrics puts me in the box. My man Rob Regal from D.C., he went by Lyricist. And he had the same problem. He was making records that were a little lighter, you know what I'm saying? Like, not club records per se, but just like lighter stuff. Um, maybe he's talking about a girl or something like that. He kept like, this ain't lyrical. Yeah, okay. Even yeah. tonight, like when I did the lock show before I went on, I kept like, well, what's your name? Lyricist, Lyricist. Oh, a name like that, you gotta have bars. Now, I have that, no doubt. I can wrap yeah. my ass off. It's just, I don't want you to judge me off of that. I want, you know what I'm saying, Alfred Banks is my real name. And uh, my man, uh, Obi Trice, said it. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want cast to know, okay, Alfred Banks, what the hell is he about to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want so it's, any... it's more of a mystique. It's like they have to... They have to engage and pay attention. It's not like a prejudged thing already. Like, and I'm completely over the name, to be honest, yeah. man. I'm just at a I'm at a point in my life where you know I know what this tour is going to expose me to a lot of people. So if I'm gonna do it, I gotta do it now. But I gotta do it gradually. Can't just up and be like, oh, I'm out well, of now. I like what you said. It's like lyrics and lyricists, aka Afro Banks. Then you got a transitional period. You're like, okay, well, now it's Afro Banks, aka lyrics and lyricists. But it's like. You're slowly pulling people in to, to bring them into your world and let them know that you're doing the name change. But like you said, you ain't just like, oh, this is me. Nah. First release, then a week after the first release, new name. It was like... Cats will be looking at you like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, 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 Wait, yeah. lyrics don't exist no more? Damn, he stopped rapping? Damn, yeah. I can't support him no more. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, man, we're we going to do that 2015 for sure. A lot of good media. You know what I'm saying? we dropping three new videos, like I was saying, off of the Daylift album. Daylift didn't really get that real push, so we're putting three new uh, music videos out. Uh, do a big media push with that. But that's after the tour. The tour is the main focus right now. So, shouts to Mickey Fax for, you know what I'm saying, allowing me to, to book the whole situation. Um... See what I'm saying? Allow me to book the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? 14 cities all across the country. You know what I'm saying? You can go check out the dates at uh, the red or blue pill tour.blogspot.com. Check out all the dates. You know what I'm saying? Purchase the tickets. People are getting pre sales. It's, it's well. I'm very excited. I can't wait. So, what, what, what's the, the exact the dates for the, when they start? When does it kick off officially? The, the tour officially starts October 17th October in New 17th. Orleans. Okay. And from there, we go everywhere, man. You know what I'm saying? From, from Atlanta to Chicago to Philly. So you're coming back here. Oh, yeah. Atlanta, October 21st. I hate to date this, but. October 21st, 2014 is when we come back at the Mammal Gallery, you know what I'm saying? I, I performed there. Uh, Where is it? Hold on. What, what's it's called the Mammal Gallery. 
I got a phone. I'm not the venue is hot. It ain't in the greatest neighborhood, but it's a really dope venue. You what, know what, what, what's the... I don't remember off the top of my head. I, yeah. No, I had to check you out. We played the 21st, and I think I'm... Might be, might be gone. I think that's my wife's homecoming. Is, is that a Saturday? Nah, that's like a Wednesday. No, if it's a Wednesday, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah if it's in the middle of the week, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, definitely Because like, we do yeah, Memphis yeah. the next night. It's like a Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So now, nah, man, if you can't come on now, it's gonna be yeah, crazy. No, 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 I'm I very excited, man. Yeah, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a movie, man. I'm very excited about no, it. That tour's gonna be bananas, man. Bro, man, you know, I appreciate you, man. You know, work with this schedule is is three twenty. Right. You know? Pretty much did an hour, man. Yeah, yeah, we almost did an hour, man. Um, you know, we didn't get a chance. Like, normally I would do my, my vinyl conversation segment where I have you flip through some vinyl. And, um, you know, you give me your thoughts on the vinyl. So we won't do that. Um, but if you want to, that'll go down a dozen right now. Just put on the dope show. Twice, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Check it out. Uh, I would holler. He, he looked like he was in the zone. I yeah, right. Early, but it was like he was trying to holler. You know, those situations. Um, we're doing it right now. Exactly. Same thing. So, yeah, man. But... You know, if you could, I know this not might not be the best environment, but you want to give us some bars to close it out. Indeed, indeed, why not? Um, let's see. Uh, I say <clears throat> it'd be the best flow you ever heard from that one guy you never heard. But compared to them, I spit the better words. I want to perfect my craft, never next to last. But something I got to do now is collect cheddar first. Start telling these rappers I hope they have faith. I'm Dave Chappelle and these rappers, I leave them half-baked. Well, in that case, you better stand straight before I eat your whack ass like a crab cake. <laughs> Lyrics too sick. You know how I do get my flow tighter than a size smaller than your shoe fit. Watch my tracks, I'm too hot, I stop shivers. Stack green while I coach the game, I'm Doc Rivers. So sit back, I hit rappers from close range. You see it all in your skin like varicose veins. Analyze, this is what the hell you're supposed to do. Excuse me, I have another big show to do. Lyrics. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just like that. That's how you end it, man. It's JBizzle straight out of the man. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at STR, the number 8, O U T D A D N. Also, man, I didn't say this at the beginning, but if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can click the button, subscribe, rate, comment on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Our numbers are definitely jumping up there, man. We're moving. And I think this might be this either number 49 or 50. I don't know. But oh, we, wow. We right there. So we, we, we definitely moving, man. So I appreciate you just being a part of everything. Oh, no doubt. Plug no doubt. that tour, man, and give us that Twitter one more time. Oh, yeah. All right. So you can follow me, Lyrics to Lyrics, um, at Underdog Central. That's on your Instagram. It's on your Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Search the Facebook, Underdog Central. That's my handle on everything. Um, the tour. The Red or Blue Pill Tour, Mickey Facts, Lyrics to Lyrics, DJ Strategy. You know what I'm saying? We're coming to a city near you. Um, you know what I'm saying? You can go to the Red or Blue Pill Tour.blogspot.com to get all the dates. You know what I'm saying? Or just go to my website, underdogcentral.net. That's a little bit easier. Underdogcentral.net, that's where all the, you know what I'm saying, the tour dates are at. About to hit this country up something crazy, though, man. It's going to be bananas. Yeah. What up to all the sponsors too? It's great. That's what's up, man. Way, bro. I appreciate you coming through, man. Oh, man. Appreciate good, you, man. Good, Way. It's Jay Good, man. We out, bro. Indeed, indeed.